aggregate. Um, real quick, gamma. Mm-hmm. Is that um, why well, I keep getting gamma and delta? But delta's sleeping, gamma's um, like what, what? What are the activities there? Get this open. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Starting in three. Hey, what's happening, you guys, and welcome to the Proclivity Podcast. Emily and I are here to deliver you sense, common sense, instead of real deep science. That's something I said right before we started. It's not that we don't believe in the science or that the science isn't important, yet what we do here is we take things, we make them simple so that we can apply them. Sometimes we get a little too caught up in getting into the nitty gritty portion of macros and should I have this fruit with this meat? Should it be here? Let's all take a breath, folks. You're here at the Proclivity Podcast. We're going to help you make sense of your nutrition, your health, your fitness, yourself, so that you can live a healthier and happier life. Does that make sense, Emily? It does. All the sense. (laughs) all the sense. And you know what, when you have a lot of sense, you make change. Mm -hmm. Nothing. Oh my gosh. Now I get it. Change, right? So sense and change. (laughs) We're here today to talk to you guys about your brain, balancing your brain. And you're going to see how we tie this in to what we do and what we talk about. Yeah. We're going to go a little nitty gritty in talking about the different brain waves that you have throughout the day and how we want to be able to recognize what brain waves we may be in and how we can enhance the brain waves that are going to help us to lead to a healthier and happier life. So today we're going to talk about the different, the five different brain brain waves. We're going to then focus in on three of the really, the ones that we want you to focus on and give you tangible ways to focus on these different brain waves that are going to help you sleep better, decrease stress, digest better, lose weight. So many different things of being able to get into these brain waves are just really, really important. And then we're going to show you tactfully how to apply it in your day, both in your morning, your afternoon, and your evening. So buckle in. This is going to be a really good time. Yet before we get started, Emily, what do we just get done doing? <laughs> we call it booty juice class. I love that you call it booty juice class. Oh, yes. stop. <laughs> Joel made that name. I did make that name. Shout out to Studio Sculpt. Great studio uh, in Reno off Lakeside. Mm-hmm. Super fun. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. There's this one and two and bang and bang and we're moving around we do the cardio sculpt mm. you're sweating you're moving around good music my legs were, yeah my legs were shaking today it was good real good so, highly recommend it highly recommend it particularly if you have low back issue guys you should definitely definitely do some type of bar um, or sculpt class like that it's going to help out a ton so shout out uh, studio sculpt i think it's studio sculpt reno you can look mm-hmm. it up, mm-hmm. Google it, go there, 
It's a great place. All right. Let's dive in. Cause if not, we're going to start talking about butts like we did <laughs> the entire time on the drive there. All right. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. All right. So whether you guys know it or not, you have brain waves that are, that are active all throughout the day, constantly, constantly having brain waves. Your brain uses up a lot of energy. It's, I can't remember what the statistic is or something, but the amount of carbohydrates or something your brain uses, so it's like, like a, it's, it's a definitely lot. the majority, if not, yeah, yeah, yeah. very like high. 60 or 70% or yeah. something like it's, it's exactly. a lot, right? And this is why when you're, you are not metabolically flexible and your body isn't able to produce ketones quickly, you get the brain fog, the headaches, because the ketones create the carbohydrates for your brain, correct? Correct. Yeah. Right. And so if you can't process that quickly, you're going to get bogged down. And so your brain takes up a lot of energy and that's because it's constantly active. So we're going to talk first and foremost, Emily, about brain waves. Let's break it down. You know how we do it. We get it down to the nitty gritty. We're not trying to go over anybody's head. What is brain waves? What are they? <clears throat> brain waves. They're, they're bits of activity in your brain. They're different levels of pulses that your brain produces depending on what type of activity that you're doing or not doing. Well, mm -hmm. I should say doing because it's constantly active. Our brains are constantly moving. Right, right. And, and so it's shifting from these different uh, uh, waves and sending signals, which is getting us to do the things that we do, both um, that we're aware of and that we're not aware of. So autonomic and our central nervous system. What, what are, what are the type of different brain waves? Yeah. So there's different levels, right? So I like to think of it first as what are we doing when we're in deep sleep? So from ground mm -hmm. zero, Delta, gotcha. Delta waves are where you're at if you're in deep sleep. And then we move to slightly above that, right? So theta waves, that's when the pulses increase a little bit and we're still in a restful state. Perhaps we're meditating, we're doing breath work, we're in a zone that's not deep sleep, but just above it. And then alpha, increasing pulses again, we are into perhaps taking a walk or gazing at the sky, looking at wa running water, as Joel likes to do, looking at a mm -hmm. burning candle or a fire. Mm -hmm. I love that too. Mm -hmm. I love looking at the ocean or sitting by a river. Still more peaceful, yet above that meditation state. Right. And then we go up into where most of us are sitting at most of the time, right? When we talk about sympathetic state versus parasympathetic state, mm -hmm. most people are in the sympathetic beta state, which doesn't mean it has to be high level exercise sympathetic, but it means our right. brain is going, we're working, we're in our offices, we're dealing, we're talking to our kids, we are looking at our phone, we're stimulated by mm -hmm. bright lights, all the things are mm -hmm. going on around us and we're, mm -hmm. we're doing work usually. Yeah, if we go even higher, we can get into more of a deep, deep state of focus. And that's what's going to be called gamma. That can go up to 100 hertz, which is, again, the highest pulse in our brain, which we're in that deep state of focus. Right, right. And, and you know, what's interesting, just looking at this, when the first time I looked at this in the brain waves, right, and I, maybe it's because I'm a man, right? We talk about alphas, <laughs> right? Alpha mans, go get it gotta go get it yet to alpha waves 
are the ways in which we're calm. Mm -hmm. We're walking with our hands behind our back. We're not walking for speed. We're not on the phone. We're walking and observing. And there's a lot, a lot of um, high caliber characters throughout history who did a lot of walking, a lot of sitting, time, creating time, not action, creating space to think so they can be accurate with their action. And that's one of the things I thought when I saw Alpha, because really we're mostly in beta, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Alpha, beta, beta, secondary, right? And so that's what I thought of when I saw these type of brainwaves. And then I think about gamma, like how often are people in deep work? Very rarely. Why? Because they have phones going off. Uh, they have people knocking on their doors. Mm-hmm. Gamma is that I'm in, it's quiet, I'm focused in on my work. Mm-hmm. And I find my gamma work to be done best when I actually take a workcation. So I actually rent an Airbnb out in the middle of nowhere, treehouse status, and it's just me and my work. And the reason it works so well is because I'm actually in alpha or theta quite often because there's nothing else. There's mm-hmm. no TVs, there's nothing. So then when it's time to get into that gamma, I can lock in and crush work and get so much done. And so that's a little feedback in terms of what I see when I see those different brain waves. Mm-hmm. So why are these, uh, why are these important? Why are these different brain waves important or are they important? They are important in a sense that, like you just said, it gives us feedback on where are we at throughout our day and are we using those appropriately for optimal health, right? So going back to the parasympathetic versus sympathetic, most of us are go, 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 hard chargers moving along the day. And even if you don't consider yourself a hard charger, you could be watching your kids all day and that's go, 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 right? Different types of go, go, go. And Mm -hmm. so it helps us look at ourselves, look at what we're doing throughout our day. And are we fight or flight, go, go, go? Or are we taking time for ourselves to come down? As you said, take that stroll, gaze, have that time for ourselves so we, our body can rest, digest, heal, and be optimal for health today, for health in 30, 40, 50 years. Mm. Which brings up a question. Okay, this is very subjective. When it comes to the average American or even the people we work with, how often do you think that they are in alpha or theta in the day? Alpha, in percentage? Alpha or theta. If I had to guess, <laughs> 10 minutes on their way to sleep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was going to say 10, less than 10% of your day, maybe 5% of your day. Yeah. Yeah. Probably even less. <laughs> Cause again, guys, we're talking about alpha and, and theta waves, and this is going to make a lot more sense when we give you guys the acronym of what we're thinking here. But those alpha waves are when you're walking, gazing, I want you to think easy stroll around the neighborhood, sitting on the porch, 
watching the sunset, right? Hanging out in the front yard as your kids play, not really paying attention. Now you're an alpha. Theta, it's late at night, okay, you have candles burning, you're laying back, you're not needing to do anything. Maybe you just did a little bit of breath work or you just focus on your breathing. You're watching that candle and you're starting to get that kind of like doze off, kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> now you're in theta. And that's what Emily's saying is like for most people, and I would even say barely even theta, like we get this quite often. Oh man, when my head hits, hits the pillow, I'm out. <laughs> right. You're out because you're running a beta all day long you and your skip. body goes, oh my gosh, dude, we just have to, we have to crush you. We have to turn you off. And your brain's just like beta, beta, beta. I'm going to read this. I'm going to do this and this and, then, and I'm all looking at my phone and boom. Delta. <laughs> Delta. Maybe. 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 Right. I'd probably say that True. you're asleep more in theta because Delta is the deep sleep. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people struggle with deep REM sleep because they throughout the day are not in alpha or theta. So okay. hopefully you guys are leaning in right now. You're like, oh, this sounds interesting. Tell me more. Well, we will tell you more. And we want you to think about it like this. Each day, are you going up to bat for yourself? Each day, are you stepping into the box of your health and saying, yeah, I'm taking a swing here? Bat, beta, alpha, theta. Those are the three we're going to focus on. Gamma happens very rarely. Same with Delta. Delta, you're asleep pretty much. And what you've done with beta, alpha, and theta throughout the day is going to determine your delta. And also what you've done with your beta, alpha, theta is going to determine your gamma. Gamma, remember, is the top focus. Delta's at the bottom of deep sleep. And what you're doing when you step up to bat, that's going to determine your gamma and your delta. That makes sense, right? Yeah. So we're looking at, there's five. We're looking at the three in the middle, right? The, yes, exactly. Cool. Cool. So let's take a look and recap going up to bat for ourselves because repetition is the mother of all skill. Beta activities. What are some beta activities? We're talking about the top again. We're kind of, do you want to go bottom to top again? Yeah, sure. Okay, so now we're going to go, well, but we're saying bat, right? Yeah, we can, we can start saying with tab. <laughs> I guess we can say tab. <laughs> we're going to go, go from top down, okay. right? Top meaning most active brain waves um, to the slowest brain waves. So let's talk about beta activity. Okay. So beta activity, like we said, we are making our kids lunch. We're getting our out at the door. We're driving. We're going to work. We're working all day. We're looking at our phone, our computer. Uh, perhaps we are doing some work projects where there is focus. Yeah, it's like Joel said, perhaps interrupted by an email or someone calling you or uh, you hopping on Instagram or um, you go, you know, there's little interruptions. It's not dedicated focus. Still focused, mm-hmm. just not as mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right in it. So those are the majority of beta, right? And that's where most of us are at most of the day. So anything to add to the beta activities? 
one of the things, just to give you guys relevance here, your brain wave at that point is anywhere between 12 and 38 hertz, right? Again, we're making sense, not science. Yet you're going to see, I just want to give you a number and a range there of your beta activities can be anywhere from 12 to 38 hertz. To give you an idea, gamma can go all the way up to 100 hertz. So that's really firing away. And so these activities that we're doing throughout the day, most of us are in beta and that 12 to 38 hertz. Imagine more hertz or more energy out takes up more energy. So now your brain is churning and burning more. Exactly. So okay. how then, about alpha? Yeah, alpha. So those are, you know, if we're looking at the hertz, it's around 8 to 12. And again, this is when we are sitting alone, taking a little break. Again, if we have an opportunity to take a break from our office, go walk around the block slowly mm-hmm. or sit there, be with your thoughts for a moment. Uh, this could be, again, we talked about gazing, looking to the horizon that helps us come back mm-hmm. into that parasympathetic state. So moving your eyes outwards rather than right in front of you. And then any kind of meditation, right? That could be focusing on your breath. That can be listening to a guided meditation, figuring out or paying attention to all your senses, going through your body, all those kinds of things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is where we go back. How many people do you think are taking time, specific time? They're like, ooh, alpha is really important to me. How yeah, many people? I, at least the clients we work with, near none. Yep. I would say people who have graduated, even graduated from the proclivity method, I would say maybe, maybe four out of 10, five out of 10 that are really taking it. And they know yet we're going to come to this, mm-hmm. how important structure is right. to be able to give you the opportunity to get into alpha activity mm-hmm. where you can see we're slowing down to eight to 12 Hertz. I mean, you guys got to think of like, wow, we're dropping a decent amount of Hertz here up to 30 Hertz. This is really down, right? Down regulating or slowing down. Mm-hmm. This is what we want. We talk about in the proclivity method levels, like going up floors on an elevator. We'll ask people, hey, how does that make you feel? What's the emotion that comes up? Anger. Cool. Give me a scale of one to 10. 10. Whoa, you're at the top floor. You best believe you ain't in alpha activity. No, you're <laughs> in beta and your brain is going a million miles an hour. And we want to come down and down regulate. And there's different activities you can do to get down into that alpha wave, which is go take a walk, take some breaths, right? Go meditate for a second, get into your car, but it doesn't take long. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take long to get into this alpha. I've done it five minute guided meditation right. in my car, Yep. right? Now, obviously the more you do it, the better you're going to feel 10 minutes, 15 minutes, we all have 15 minutes in our day to go take a walk, to do a little meditation, to focus on our breath. Agreed? Agreed. Okay. Let's go to the last one. Yeah. So theta, that's going down to four to eight hertz. And this is usually, again, right before we fall into a deep sleep. But this could be really focused, deep meditation or deep breath work. Um, perhaps we are in that meditation and some call it the flow state. I know there's other names for it, but it's you're, you're really zoned in in that meditative state. 
And there's, you know, there's other ways to get in that, right? There's the apps nowadays for binaural beats and that can help get your brain to that pulse of that, those four to eight Hertz, right. And get Mm -hmm. you there. But it does require you to turn off everything else, lay down, do the work to get there. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Those that, that theta work guys, if you haven't done, you know, we're talking about alpha of like, cool, do some breath work, right? Just quick breathe, right? You can do some box breathing, breathe in four, hold four, exhale four, mm-hmm. right? Hold four. Or you can do some longer breath, right? Inhale four, exhale six, right? Inhale four, exhale six. The longer the exhale, the more you're going to drop into that alpha activity. But it doesn't have to be too, super long. You can do that for three minutes. That's it. And you're going to lower yourself, those brain waves down. Yet, if you stay in a longer state meditation, 20, 30 minutes, you do an hour-long breath work, you're going to drop down into that theta like the feeling you have right before you fall asleep, mm-hmm. where you're almost kind of dreaming, random thoughts are coming into your head. If we can be in that state, yet hold consciousness, man, we are doing some incredible things for our body. We're doing some incredible things for our body. Being in those lower uh, hurts, is there health benefits to it? Oh, yeah, 100%. Right. Similar to when we're in any kind of parasympathetic state, when we're down regulated, our body has a chance to, my favorite, digest, which means we're absorbing mm. better, which means we're feeling mm-hmm. better. We are getting more energy, we're getting nourished, and our body can heal, right? From anything, whether that be your gut lining is healing of torn tissue, your body's recovering from a workout Mm -hmm. or your brain just has a chance to sit right and relax because when we're go, 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 we're in those beta waves too much. That's what's causing just chronic stress and inflammation and literally leads to disease down the road. Things like Alzheimer's, you're highly, you're much more likely to get Alzheimer's if you're in that beta more often. Yeah. And that's just one example of an illness down the road, right? Anything mm-hmm. that has can come from chronic stress or inflammation, it can turn out different for everyone, yet know that being in beta is going to lead to that. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. Absolutely. And on the on the psychological side, guys, you're in beta all the time, you're going to feel anxiety. Right. You're in beta all the time, your your chances of feeling depression are much higher lack of control, right? This is why anytime people work with me and we go into some deep work, we're unwinding the false stories that we may have around food, fitness, or ourselves. I tell them to do what, Emily? After we're done. Take a walk. Take a walk. Go take a walk. Because the walk gives you, drops you down into alpha. You're going to be in beta because you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I said all these things and I'm, I didn't realize I had this history with my mom and you know this trauma with this and oh my gosh. But if you keep walking, sooner or later you're like, yeah, okay, well, yeah, it is what it is with my mom. And yeah, it's actually not too bad. Your brain starts slowing down. Now we can allow integration to happen. But if we do something deep work, and then we try to go roll right back into beta. This is where the rat race happens, right? Or the hamster wheel mm-hmm. or the monkey mind, whatever you want to call it, grabs onto it and goes, oh, okay, we're at these hertz. We're at 38 hertz. Boom, 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 boom. We're going to take that little thought 
has to be a little baby spider monkey, like your husband says, <laughs> and it's going to create it into this big silverback gorilla pounding around. And so it's important on the psychological side that we're taking time to drop into these waves. Yep. So now you guys, again, repetition is being able to understand these waves, how it correlates to our day to day. Now we want you, we want to show you how to balance these brain waves by being able to take you through what an ideal day would be morning, afternoon, and evening of taking a small amount of time to be able to drop into alpha and theta and how beneficial it will be. Not a ton of time, yet huge, massive changes. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start this off because you know me. I love structure. And I studied it for a very long time. And here's what I came down to with all the structure, morning routines, evening routines, so on and so forth. What gets scheduled gets done. Take the time, block it out. Morning, afternoon, and evening. Just put it into your calendar. At this time, my phone turns off. It literally does. 8.30. Nobody can get through anymore unless they're on my favorites list. Emily, you're on my favorites list. You'd be able to get through. Thank goodness you're down-regulating too. And so most likely, I'm never going to get a call from you, which is great. (laughs) Yet being able to set those structures of down-regulating time, right? How am I going to up-regulate in the morning? How am I going to bring focus back to my work in the afternoon? So I want you guys to think about that, getting into your calendar. If you don't use a calendar, it's time. Mm -hmm. If you need help structuring, you can go back to like episode 40 with Matt, Mm -hmm. somewhere around there where we talk about structure. That's a great one to go into. Yet take us through what people can do in the morning the afternoon and evening. We're painting the perfect way to start balancing brain waves. Right. And if you could what can we do? If you could do just one of these things we mentioned to start with, great. Right. This is the ideal. We wake up mm-hmm. and this is something that I'm heavily focusing on, right? As a mother, I tend to go right into, oh, I'm gonna do all the chores around the house and make the lunch and do the this, that, the other. Yet if we can start our day off with right, mm-hmm. something where we can sit and be with ourselves, whether it be breath work, meditation. I don't know if journaling would fit into this, maybe for some people, Um, but sitting there and being calm with yourself, that would be ideal any kind of way, whether it be five minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes. Great. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And then once we jump into our day, whether that be exercise or just getting started with our day, um, one thing I like to mention for, for people who love coffee, most of us, Um, this could work for you or against you. So you ought to pay attention Mm. how it works for you. So for example, if I drink more than one cup of full decaffeinated coffee, I know it's going to increase my beta waves to a point that I don't Mm. want, right? Too much, whether it be anxiety, stress, I'm just go, go, go. And it's hard for me to get Mm -hmm. back into the lower waves. So paying attention for you, how much coffee makes sense, right? Or Mm. whatever else it is. Is it sugar in the morning for you? Can we take the sugar out or decrease it? So pay attention to how these things work for you in the morning. We don't want to go straight into this high state without having a little bit of peace and calm beforehand. That's ideal. Totally. Anything to add for the morning part? 
Yeah, in the morning, guys, keep it keep it relatively short. 15, like Emily was saying, if we get too stuck in that theta, depending on who you are, right, or that theta or alpha, because theta, we're getting out of bed, we're kind of taking time, we're looking around, we can be too theta of like, oh, snooze again, snooze again, cuddle up, <laughs> oh, crap, I'm 15 minutes before I got to get to work, I'm going theta to beta, quick, <laughs> right? It's okay to roll around a little bit, stretch out. That's why we like light alarm clocks because it starts off really dim. So you're able to stay in the theta wave just a little bit there. And then the brighter it gets, the more you're like, oh, okay, it's time to get up. Then when you get into your routine, whatever it may be, some meditation, some journaling, you don't need to be too long. If it's too long, you might get yourself too comfortable and the same thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, I need an hour and a half. So now I'm actually sleeping less you know, to be able to have this morning routine or I feel super rushed now because I took 45 minutes. So start off small, just like we always talk about, keep the barrier low and be able to create a successful entrance into going into a morning routine. That's going to keep you in that alpha or theta. Right. Right. And then as we get into our day, right, we are getting into bouts of work. That's good for us too, right? We do Mm -hmm. want some beta in there to get focused work done. That's totally fine. Yet, most of us don't aren't as efficient if we're doing that for too long. So if we are getting into higher states, potentially that gamma, but most of us it's that higher beta focused work, mm-hmm. we do want to take a break every 90 minutes at yep. least. So usually 90 minutes bouts of work are the most efficient our brains can work at. And then what we can do is take a walk, even if it's two minutes, right? But mm-hmm. 10, 15 minutes would be amazing. If we can get outside, gaze along the horizon, sit on that on a porch mm-hmm. by the river, wherever you're at, or listen to those binaural beats. If you're not in a setting that is efficient for either of those, get one an app that does binaural beats, listen to those in your headphones, do that for 5, 10, 15 minutes as well. And that can help you get back into those lower waves or the waves that you want to be at from where you've been. Mm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. And again, guys, start off shorter than longer. I usually do 50, 10, 50 minutes of work. I say to my phone, Hey Siri, set a timer for 50 minutes. There it's going. 15 minutes starting now. <laughs> nope, <laughs> it's because you said that. it. <laughs> it's because I said it. And then I set another timer for 10 minutes and I, I walk away from my work. I literally walk away. And then when the alarm goes off 10 minutes, I go, cool, back to work. Mm-hmm. I need those alarms to be able to set me. If not, I get locked in. I'm just like, nope, I have to, I have to, I have to. Distracted, yep. Right? So you can start off low with that. Yeah. And then into the evening, right, we have different options. This is going to depend on the person. Yet there's, like Joel said, hanging out with your family on the back porch, watching your kids play, or even just by yourself, um, sitting out there enjoying a cup of warm tea, eating your dinner outside, could be something, one of my favorites is sitting in my sauna after I put my son mm. to bed, sitting in my red light sauna um, or heat therapy, a warm shower, warm bath, mm-hmm. getting out in nature, a walk after dinner. Not only is that good for what we're talking about and dropping down and regulating, but also for your blood sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for some people, certain types of meditation, right? Specifically, we don't want to do our typical 10, 15 minute meditation where we're sitting up, but perhaps a yoga nidra style meditation as we're going to bed and That's yeah. beautiful. So those yeah. are great little ways in the evening. Yep. And one of the things I've found as of lately on Spotify, 
they have a rain playlist hmm. that does like different rains. Sometimes it's thunderstorms. Sometimes it's on tin roofs. I start playing that an hour before bed. So my lights are coming down and I hear just that constant rain. And that has really helped me downregulate. So mm-hmm. if you guys have Spotify looking for some type of nature sounds like that mm. to help you downregulate as well, it really helps me to get into those deeper, deeper realms. So those are some of the techniques, guys, to be able to use. And it doesn't have to be crazy. You don't have to do all of them. Mm-mm. But start planning. Can you do five minutes in the morning, five minutes a day, right. and five minutes in the evening? Can you commit to that? And start seeing how your your work will change, right? How your sleep will change. Because if we get into deeper sleep, that delta, we're going to recover more. Mm-hmm. So you're going to wake up more with more energy. But I feel better. Now I can make better decisions when it comes to my food, my fitness, mm-hmm. uh, the things I say. Less reactive. Less reactive. Now we're living in a space and a place that we can create the life we want right? Instead of feeling like "Eh, it's just out of control and I don't have enough time and so on and so forth. Exactly. So we've covered today, guys, those brainwaves. And the reason we wanted to cover is because we talk a lot about the proclivity pyramid and structure and language, yet being able to take it a little more gritty into recognizing these different brainwaves and being able to see, are you going up to bat for yourself? Beta, alpha, theta. Are you taking some time? We encourage you to take what you've heard today, apply it, go on a walk, see how it helps. Go and stare off into the distance, right? Take some time to yourself. No phones, no dogs, no kids, just a moment. And it can only, it can be five minutes. Mm -hmm you will start feeling a difference. Coach Emily, anything else in what we've covered today? No. Literally, the the sense of awareness of what we talked about today is the most important part, and then applying it, right? Putting in that five minutes for you, whether it be the walking, the meditation, the binaural beats, the gazing. Pick something, start there. Mm -hmm. I love it. You guys, if you have any questions, we're here to help. Emily and I are here to help. Reach out to us. You can go to our website, www.proclivity.co. You can reach out to us on email, joelaproclivity.co or emilyaproclivity.co. We're here to assist you in whatever you need. We love what we do. We are here to create healthier bodies and happier lives. If you, if you haven't looked at our testimonials, look at them. We are changing lives every single day. We have an incredible alumni group that's growing every single month. We would love to have you part of that. And if you're interested, book a clarity call. It's a free call that you're going to get a ton of information on. Speaking of clarity calls, we have one right now. So we bid you adieu. We appreciate you for tuning in. Make sure to share, like, subscribe, send it off to your friends. And until we meet again, ever, let's go.